0: Hello, hi, and welcome again to the Terminal Podcast, where in the end, it's all about the numbers. This is a show about baseball, in season, but it's not always baseball season. I am your host, and we are broadcasting high above Civic Center Station in downtown Atlanta. And tonight, two THS grads will talk about baseball, because with the utterance of the greatest three words, pitchers and catchers, it is now officially baseball season. My guest played baseball while living in Teaneck. So, Chris, when was the last time you put on a baseball uniform?
1: Well, does coaching high school JV baseball count? Because I have, like, uniform pants on and, like, a, you know, like, a batting practice jacket.
0: As, but so not a full uniform then? Not a, You, not a you couldn't uniform. necessarily go on the field and play?
1: Correct. So it was probably 1994, like, summer, like, Mickey Mantle league or something. Okay well that's I,
0: I I believe I was on the baseball team senior year. I didn't play much though, but yeah, so you uh,
1: heard the story <laughs> of me not playing much well, no the the story with you and Sammy and what's the story where you guys were like saying what coach the coach was saying and then
0: oh, and then they they'd say the exact same they thing said the, the probably, exact same
1: thing and he started yelling at Sam and you're like, I just said. That.
0: That's a Sam. That's a you you switching places. That's a Sam oh, Cruz story. Okay. I knew you were yeah. involved in the story. I was there, I was there. I was there for that because I wasn't playing. No, I was gonna say I was sitting there right next to him. Um, everybody else is gonna be sitting in spring training seats all across Arizona and Florida. All three two teams. More importantly, the two teams, one in Tampa and one in Port St. Lucie, for the next six, seven weeks. Tampa is home to the New York Yankees, and Port St. Lucie is home to the New York Metropolitans. As you can see, I'm here high above Civic Center Station, so I search the web and pay for The Athletic to read details about the Metropolitans. But because, Chris, you are still in the greater metropolitan area, you get way more news about the Mets without even trying my assumption correct or
1: yeah because i listen to the two local radio stations and i would say it's still probably as far as the 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 talent on the on the air is probably about 70 percent mets fans 30 percent yankee fans
0: as far as the as
1: those delivering it or yeah yeah the on-air talent yeah interesting because because
0: because i would still say you know it's not like the yeah. The prevalence would still be towards the Yankees, though, wouldn't it?
1: Oh well, no, yeah, but think of how old the people are that are on the radio for the most part.
0: Mm. They're between yeah. 40,
1: 45 and sixty, or forty-five and fifty-five, say, just in general, mm-hmm. the type of people that would have those jobs and who was good when they were kids.
0: Yeah, that's a that's a fair point. Mm-hmm. But do you get in, well? That's you know here. The, I, that's as a journalist. That's me. You're. You're intriguing me as a journalist. And when I was still, when that was still a thing, I was going to, I'm going to try and learn something along those lines and learn about this team from the Bronx that you're talking about that obviously I didn't know much about and share some unnecessary information uh, that's bouncing around my head about my credit team as the season gets underway. So as a Met fan asking a Yankee fan, what do you think is the biggest position battle you're paying attention to going into spring for your Yankees.
1: I guess the I guess it would be up. I mean, their starting lineup is pretty well set. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, just Rizzo first, Torres second, LeMahieu third, Volpe short, Verdugo, Judge, Soto, Stanton are your four main outfielders. Um, I, it would be catcher. They're they're hmm. they got troubles at catcher. Young player Austin Wells is kind of penciled in as a starter now because Jose Trevino is hurt, and they still have this guy Ben Roethveth. On the roster, who's about as good a catcher as me or you? Wasn't uh, there a catcher that was supposed to be coming up to take that position
0: over? Or It's, it's I... Austin
1: Wells, yeah. Okay. And he came up in the second half of the year last year, performed okay. Um, but young mm-hmm. catchers are still young catchers, and that's a position where it's hard. I mean, you're, you're going through it with a young catcher now. You want your young catcher to be as experienced as possible at handling pitching staffs. But you can only yeah. get that experience by actually catching
0: it helps basically it <laughs> does help uh i'm i like you, you say it's it's funny because i'm essentially it's like the the mets are pretty much set with uh like you say in your lineup's kind of there it's going alonzo uh we're gonna go mcneil at second with lindor at short mm-hmm. the position at third is open but as far as i'm concerned it's brett beatty's position to lose because it was gonna be ron Mercusio, but he's injured so he's, yeah. now yeah so now it's just brett it's, it's yours baby it's yours to lose uh any talk of vientos at third base is, is a joke and uh the outfield is you know is the outfield so i guess uh i you know i guess my thought is who's going to be in right field but i feel like it's going to be sterling Marte. starling Marte. like he's going to be healthy and that kind of changes the whole team and i feel as if the negative Met fans. So you say there's 70% of the Met fans that are there. Then they all. Maybe it's maybe it's just the commenters that I'm reading. Or everybody just seems really negative about this team already, and that everybody's horrible. And because they didn't overpay to bring somebody in, that none of the people that they have there are any good. And uh, well, that's
1: that, true. They're not any good. Um, <laughs> Well, let me ask you a question. I just don't know uh-huh. what other positions that what, like. Where would Vientos play in the field? Say he played in the field, he's he'd be a first baseman. Yeah, well, that's a position that's filled. Okay, yes. um, so he's a, so he's a
0: DH. He's he right. he supposedly could play third base when he when he was coming up. He was a first baseman slash third baseman, but okay. he didn't play much third base. He played right. first base and then he hit. So
1: yeah. Yeah, so he's really pivotal yeah. as the DH. Yeah, because Beatty's, yeah. I mean, I think, yeah, yeah, Alonzo and yeah, yeah. And, yeah, so I guess he is the DH.
0: He's him and him and DJ Stewart are right. who's a left handed, left handed bat. That's your right handed, left handed DH. But supposedly in the minors, he split, you know, he could hit righty and lefty pitching. So it's his job to lose the same way Beatty's third base job, it's his to lose. <clears> and uh, yeah. But uh so yeah, no, that's
1: that's my biggest my biggest and it's not, not even not, position. It, the huge free agent signing by the Mets, Joey Wendell.
0: Well, obviously. I mean, I didn't want to mention Wendell. That's sort of the the diamond in the rough that no one's really talking about is that he'll not play much, hopefully. If everything <laughs> goes well, because if, if everything he goes is, well, you
1: don't He's a veteran and he's versatile. So I mean I'm making fun of it a little bit, but he could fill in some spots for you here and there, you know when you're playing a lot.
0: Yeah, he takes over Louis G- uh, Guillermo's position, but if he's playing a lot, then something's gone wrong.
1: Yeah,
0: you know what I mean. That's so I'm not. I'm hoping he doesn't. I'm hoping that I, I don't hear his name much. I I hear it cool. and it's used correctly. But uh,
1: who was the utility guy kind of that you signed a couple years ago that like never played? He signed yeah. for like two years. He was like a, oh, I like, know exactly what you're like talking w- about Ray and like Cub or oh, oh was, good grief, a guy, that's like, gonna like, annoy
0: me. Like, I know exactly what you're talking about because I've written about him in multiple times because he, he was, he came in and he was supposed to be this thing and he wasn't and he got injured yeah. and he didn't play. All right. So that'll come to me. <laughs> well, my, my positions is really for my next question for you, which is uh, starting pitching. So which of, of your five are you paying most attention to in spring and why?
1: Um, you know me, always the contrarian. Um, can I say Blake Snell? <laughs> <laughs> he, did I have you guys signed him yet? Is
0: that did I miss that or no? That's why he's the most intriguing. <laughs> I was talking about intriguing as a Yankee, but no, as you know, but sure. If you if you think he is,
1: I don't. It's, I know, it's of the of the pitchers that are on the team. I would guess I would have to say um, uh, the guy, the free agent guy who they got last year, Rodon, Carlos Rodon, 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 Rodon,
0: R-O-D-O-N,
1: yeah, Carlos Rodon, because I mean, listen, I think Nestor will come back, and Nestor is what he is, I mean, he's not, you know, he's, he's a back of the rotation guy, he can have some good games here and there, but he's still Nestor Cortez, Clark Schmidt's a number five. He's a perfect number five. He pitches five innings. He keeps you in the game. And then Stroman, you know, again, Stroman's a back-of-the-rotation guy with Cortez. You need Radone as the, you know, as the number two behind the best pitcher in baseball. You have, you
0: consider Marcus Stroman a back-of-the-rotation guy?
1: Uh, I mean, he's going to go out there and pitch every fifth day. I, I'm, I'm saying, but when you
0: when you view him, you view him as a four or five, you view him as a two three.
1: I view him as a four or five. I think Nestor's the three. I mean, if I had wow. to rank them. Okay. But again, I, I, I mean, think they're I think they're relatively interchangeable, Strowman and Cortez. Mm-hmm. I, I'm like, not, I said, I, like I said, you, like I said, if you sign Blake Snell, then you know whatever. <laughs> <laughs> then i'll take cole snell and redone
0: I, I mean and you you talk about that and it feels like and i'm as i say, i'm going off of what i'm reading what i read from the post and the athletic because i'm not paying for this information except for the one time i do pay for it but um and it feels as if because those guys are still out there that all these teams are suddenly in in foolish foolish for not paying these people this huge amount of money that they want and i don't necessarily get that you know i mean i don't agree that blake snell should get paid this huge amount of money he's not well at least he's not worth the amount that seemingly he's asking for otherwise he'd be signed, right
1: right well i think it's the years thing and that's
0: the other thing about it is like nine years
1: i'll pay him 50 million
0: dollars for the next two years i'm sorry what He wants wants nine nine years. years.
1: That's why he's not signed yet.
0: Oh, God. Yeah, no. He'll be at home for a while. He's got, look, he's got two Cy Youngs. He's got money. So it's not like he's hurting. So, but nine years. Yeah. Nine years? Nine?
1: Yeah, that's why he doesn't have a contract.
0: No, I'm trying to think. Jim Lowry did larry was one but i don't think that's the guy but i yeah oh, that's
1: the guy that was the brody van wagon signing that was supposed to be like the superstar utility guy because that's what he had done on other teams that's the guy i was thinking of i
0: thought that but i don't think because because okay i'm not disagreeing with i know i know the signing you're talking about because the guy never played he was like injured the entire right, first never season
1: played.
0: yeah and then he came back, and he and he was still able to to yap his mouth off about how the organization was bad and blah blah blah. But you know, <laughs> didn't play it, didn't play an inning. Uh, <laughs> Who's your pitcher? Uh, well, I'm real curious to see how your guy is, uh, Severino. Heavy. Yeah. So, so what you so tell me, what what what's why are we able to pick him up for nothing? Because
1: he stinks. <laughs> he is i guess it's one of those like stupid sayings. when he's bad mm-hmm. you can't even put him out there martin
0: okay
1: like he's like one and a half innings like one and two thirds
0: mm.
1: nine hits six earned runs like okay doesn't even give you a chance can't battle through it when his, you know, when his changeup isn't working and his fastball's not, you know, he's kind of a big fastball pitcher. And when that's not, when he's not locating that, it's just, they, they just rock the, I mean, rock the ball off of the guy in the first inning and a half.
0: So in other words, it's going to be about four to this. My guess is three to five times where he's going to get completely shelled. Is what it sounds no, 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 like.
1: No, 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 Seven to 10 times he's going to get completely shelled. Well, well, the hope is that whatever hope that it's only three to, four.
0: <laughs> yeah, is that he's he's because apparently he's learned that it was he was tipping his pitches and blah, you know it's it's spring. It's spring training. I have yeah. to think positively. I've got to believe that he's they he went to the pitching lab and you know they 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 figured it out. and so he's going to come back and be a little bit better right that's that that's what, well, that's spring what they're is about thinking right
1: about but I mean, again, fourth fourth fifth starter with McGill, right? kind of. Yeah, I, I, I'm I not I'm I'm not
0: expecting him to be the number two. I mean, it look, it's not a it's a very it's a very piecemeal rotation, but it's a bunch of guys that I feel like can give you five, six innings. Senga got Cy Young votes yeah. and he's your he's your one. Quintana was good. He just wasn't healthy. He wasn't a pitcher for half the year. So you didn't have him until uh, June and then he was okay for the rest of the season. So that's your number two. And then at that point, uh, it's uh, Manea
1: being the other Manage, lefty. Yeah.
0: yeah. If if he can be the three, then between Seve and uh, the, the other kid, I want to say Hauser and, and McGill and then, and then the young arms behind there. Yeah. That's, that's, that's guys who that can give me five, six innings. And then we got a bunch of arms in the bullpen. Which are which is which I really think is going to be the strength. If anything, when I was talking about what am I paying attention to, it's it's the rest of that bullpen because if with if Diaz is Diaz, then that's the ninth, right? Right. Rayleigh and Adovino can get me to through the eighth. And then fully read and you know, I mean it's like I can get I can piece together between if I can get the 6th and 7th inning i can get to 8 and 9 cuz diaz is going to close the door that's that's right. the positive belief that's my spring belief if i can get a decent enough bullpen that i can get 6 and 7 kind of figured out and the the japanese guy that did sign i i'm not even going to try and mess up his name but who's who's Uginara who's a control freak yeah but he's like he throws right. like 103 it's like that guy right if 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 they can find something like that and isn't that what we stearns didn't in in milwaukee that's why the brewers were good it's like they'd have a bunch of guys you never heard of that played decent enough
1: no yeah but you have the guy with the most money in the league who's supposed to sign everybody
0: well he's also paying a hundred million dollars for guys that aren't here which is a perfect transition to this wouldn't be a fun conversation if we weren't gonna be get a chance to to take nits and picks it, at the other team. So, what is the one small negative thing that you are hoping for that's going to keep Mets fans down as a Yankee fan, and in my opinion, keeping Yankee fans down as a Mets fan? As you just said, as I was just saying, we're we're still paying Scherzer and Verlander to not pitch for the Mets, and Giancarlo Stanton hit like what one ninety nine last year. But I'd be afraid to say anything to him because he might break my neck, because he's just this big roided out thing. So (laughs) things like that, you know? (laughs) So what are you hoping sticks around? You can make so you can nitpick me as a Matt fan as we're as we're randomly talking.
1: Um hmm. interesting. Interesting. And I'm rooting for him because he's a Yankee, but your manager maybe. Mm-hmm. you're rooting for him though I, yeah I mean he was a Yankee guy he was, you know, came yeah. up through the Yankee system and but it's again where the Mets have gone what did they say this is the fifth or sixth manager since Terry Collins um, sounds about right and really only one of them had experience and that was Buck who he ran off after two years yeah so you're back to the drawing board with a guy who doesn't really have experience and Lord knows as a Met manager with, with some of the people they've had over the last seven, eight years, I can tell you listening to you know sports talk radio and, and that and the like up here, when a Mets manager, I mean it could be the smallest mistake, like accidentally putting an A in Taylor McGill's name instead of Tylor, like on the lineup card. And if the camera for SNY sees it, like this guy'll get roasted for a week. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, my I mean, question it's a, is... It's a fine line. Like, you have to be... It's... Unfortunately, for the person that takes the Mets manager, job, you have to be extra perfect as a manager. As is, the Mets is,
0: manager. And it doesn't... I was going to say, and I don't think I can actually say this as a Mets fan, it doesn't feel like it's that way for the Yankees. For the Yankees and the Yankee, you know, manager or anything like that. Uh, it's like they kind of well, get a pass, but... No,
1: no, 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 no. In, there's not one person there's not one fan or media person in the world that thinks aaron boone is a good manager Well, that's true yes yeah <laughs> Not one. no you're, you're right you're right
0: because yeah he doesn't he doesn't seem to get any kind of <laughs> any kind of love for just about anything so nothing. It's not i mean how many rings does he have as the, as a manager is it just it's one not, or
1: no it's not oh, yeah, okay. one since 2009 bro has it been that long? How old is I, your daughter? Did you have a daughter in two thousand nine? Maybe. Yeah, not.
0: she she was she was well. Mine was two, but the other one was five or whatever like that. So yeah, no, okay, I, I, I think, had a couple. But you, you had a but you're right.
1: You had a two year old the last time the Yankees won a title. It's it's the it's just the
0: the the fact that they're going to be in the playoffs. They're going to be in the hunt at the end of the season. That's not a question. I was going to say, when was the the last losing season was what was was back in the in the nineties, wasn't it?
1: 1992. or ninety three,
0: <laughs> one of them, yeah. See so that you already have that down, Do you know that it's like, yeah, I don't know what that I don't know what that feels like. You're sitting, you said about the since since uh, Collins, I I I know that there's the whole oh god, what was the stupid pitching coach's name? Mickey, um,
1: Callow- Mickey Calloway.
0: Mickey Callaway, and then there was the next two year. I want to say Joe Judge, but it's not
1: Joe Judge. There was the other Latino guy who's now the Yankee third base coach. I liked Louis Rojas as, Louis Rojas. as yeah, yeah.
0: I liked him as the manager,
1: but he just didn't
0: get a fair shake. And and part of that was he he did uh didn't wasn't one of his seasons the COVID season,
1: maybe. And the other season was when they were good, and then they they, they were was in first like, the until like July fourth, and then they didn't win a game after that
0: yes but and he got blamed for that and then yeah no it, it's been a it's 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 All it's right, a tough where, he have been,
1: where he should have been lauded because they were playing way over their head exactly
0: <laughs> exactly but it that and i was going to ask that so what what it, that annoys me the um, most. I
1: guess, well i guess they're considering beltran a manager because and made... they
0: do consider i was gonna say they do consider him a manager and, and he was never he never got a chance
1: Right, and I don't but know what that would have been was, like, but it was two years Callaway, two years Rojas, two years Showalter.
0: No, there's somebody else in between there.
1: No, I'm looking at it on Baseball Reference. Oh, two years Callaway, okay. two years Rojas, two years Showalter.
0: Hmm. Who is before? No, See, so yeah, I'm I for whatever reason I'm realizing I'm mixing in the the Giants two years of two-year guys coaching oh, and the Max Mets 2 Zimmer years coaches. Then Max yeah. yes. That's why I said Joe Judge because I was already sitting there just like, who was just around for just two years? And they were like, all right, we got to get rid of this guy. He's got to go. Joe Judge. Yeah. <laughs> Before I forget, so what, is there anything that truly annoys you? But is there any player, I take that back, from this team, this year's team that annoys you now, but you'd be more than happy to have them on your team. What
1: do you mean? <laughs>
0: is there any Met player that annoys you? And I almost want to say this is... Uh, what's it called historically speaking because is there a, a historically speaking is there a met player that annoyed you as a met that you would have been more than happy to take their antics if they were on your team and i guess i put this on her because it's paul o'neill because paul o'neill was just annoying and he just he looked annoying i he didn't
1: I, I didn't like paul as a Yankee bat i thought he was a jackass with his okay all right he well, good bang but... and like, like a kid like get over it dude you struck out <laughs>
0: so as long as it but he was a really good right fielder and i would have taken <laughs> him on my yeah
1: no listen i liked him on the team i didn't yeah. like him as a player that, uh, it yeah, was, that's like I, him, uh, you know what i'm saying i'm saying yeah no
0: I, that's exactly what i was saying I, as and as uh, a <laughs> as an opponent as someone who you know saw him from across the river and everything like that it's like yeah no i i hate that guy but i'd love him on my team yeah that's all. So you, there's no one else that you could think of like that from a Met uniform, no, which is fine.
1: Uh, no. Like again, because the Yankees have been pretty good over the last thirty years. Like, yeah, you know we've had good players. I didn't. one I dislike, I don't dislike the Mets. I don't care about the Mets.
0: Yeah, that is. They're not that in is my the...
1: division. They're not in my league.
0: And you only see us for four so, games, to four me, six they're the games same a year. As the
1: Milwaukee Brewers or the Colorado Rockies. Like, I've never been threatened by the Mets being good as a Yankee fan in New York City. Like that whole thing. And... Same. Same with the Jets. Again, different conference, different league. In in hockey and basketball, where they're in the same conferences and the same leagues, like I'm more threatened by that
0: it makes sense. So let me ask you, do you think you are in the minority or the majority when as far as as far as fans as far as fans in the greater, you know, uh, the greater the tri-state Minard. area?
1: I'm in the what? clear minority.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Why is that? That's the real that's the thing I'm it's, I've always found interesting I, like
1: I always gotten this argument when I worked at South Carolina. And listen, I understand college has the rivalries and stuff, but some fans were so obsessed with what was happening at Clemson like every day. Like, did you hear someone got a flat tire at Clemson? You're like, I don't care. I don't work yeah. there. I don't.
0: It's, it's meaningless. I, They're, yeah.
1: I don't care. I just don't. Well, I root for my team. I mean, I hate the Cowboys, Eagles, and Red Sox, but outside of that, I don't. <laughs> Because, I mean, how do you wake up and look in the mirror and be a Cowboys fan? Like, it's just, you know, that's like a character flaw.
0: Well, every pundit is writing about the Cowboys if they're on ESPN. And if they are writing, uh they're usually writing about this year with thoughts about next year and the future. You always got to think about next year. What's the plan? What's about the draft and everything like that? We've all become NFL people, even though it's baseball. But next year... As of right now, both Pete Alonzo and Juan Soto are potential free agents. We will probably talk, and we can talk about the older of the two, but tonight I'll ask you about the younger. Who signs Juan Soto next winter? Who signs Juan Soto next winter?
1: I hope we save this for posterity. Mm-hmm. Uh, the North Siders, the Chicago Cubs.
0: Wow. Really?
1: Yep. Huh. Why That's do I say the Cubs? I have no idea. Because I don't think it'll be the Dodgers or the Yankees.
0: And you don't think that you don't think Cohen opens up the checkbook to bring him, to bring him to city. No. Because if he's not going there, if if you don't think, if if he's not going to Queens, my whole thing is I think Cohen will turn around and, and be like, I didn't spend last year because I was getting this money off the books. Cause I'm going to throw the bank Soto's going to be what? Twenty five. He's twenty five. He's twenty
1: yeah. six. Again, yeah. I, don't mean to say, I don't mean to sound like a jerk. We've had this conversation off air before. But what has Cohen done that shows you that he's going to do that? That he's going to offer the money, or that, that he's going actually... to get it done? I, I I talk about people that get things done.
0: Fair point. Fair point. I mean, mm-hmm. yeah. I, hey, hey. They they the, the money was put out there whether they signed or not. I guess you could argue the Verlander, but I'm not I'm not a the biggest fan of either one of those. It was that was about as huge amount of money for a short term for an older person to recognize yeah. I've got a short term to get this done. Um the Giants should be an interesting ploy because they haven't been able to get anybody, so why not throw it all at this guy? Yeah, hit I him I think they the money at everybody, but people don't want to
1: go there. Hmm. For whatever the reason.
0: Well, because they throw talking. money at everybody. They have. Yeah, it, and it and it hasn't seemed to work. All right. Well, since we're talking about Mr. Soto, we'll close with a trivia question about the 25-year-old lefty who already has four top 10 MVB finishes in just six seasons. 2020 is the breakout season because he turned 21 and could legally drink alcohol. And to celebrate, he finished this season with the league's highest OPS, which is the the fancy way for analytics people to put up a number. But if you don't know, it's adding your slugging percentage and your on-base percentage. That makes your OPS. Chris, you know what OPS stands for? On-base plus slugging? (laughs) Soto's OPS in 2020 was 1.185. Pretty good. How much of that was on-base percentage?
1: So what was his on-base percentage?
0: Yes. That is your numerical question for the evening. You got you got to answer.
1: Well, yeah, cuz he's an on-base percentage guy. He's he's so he's a, he's a uh, uh an analytics darling cuz of his on-base percentage. Uh I'm going to say I'm not going to say it's anything outrageous, 473. All right,
0: 473, we will keep that at note. The trivia answer to that will be in the description for the next episode. I'd like to thank Chris for stopping into the terminal and wish you'll successfully find your way back and all listeners as well. If not, I hope your travels take you safely home. I'll return now to mine and thank you for listening.